Ricardo. We all have no idea what he had to do. <laughs> and that's how we'll start. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new edition of the Swift Kicks podcast. I'm Alex. With me, as always, are Steve and Nate. Ben will be back. Steve's got, got the W some, sauce. <laughs> the W sauce. <laughs> He's got a little something to sip on today. Uh, Steve promises an in-depth discussion about feet coming up later on, um, in it's which I will... I, in which I will give a take that will uh, infuriate him, I believe, is uh, how it will go. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but let's let's get started. Um, well, let's let's just address that. Uh, as I said, Ben will be back. Uh, the Mini Cooper is stalling, so he's got to get it into the driveway. Once he does, he'll be here. Uh, the the big return of Ben. It's it, it's coming. Just just get ready for that too. There's so much to look forward to here. We got feet. We got Ben. Uh, and what more Nate, do you want? What more do you want? Again, everybody, I believe The Bachelor's back. Um, you could be watching that, or you could be watching us. Uh, late nights with Swift Kicks. Um, anyway, Major League, Major Leeds soccer, shall I say. The uh, <laughs> the outcast group of Americans that are building a recolonizing West Yorkshire um, <laughs> under Jesse Marsh's leadership, we now have Weston McKinney joining that team. Nate, just off the bat, are you excited for that? I am, and I, I've, I think, uh, you know, you've already seen some funny chemistry stuff because, you know, Tyler Adams and uh, Weston are friends. And, um, I mean, I don't know if this has ever happened where there's been three American players in the Premier League on one team that could all potentially start the same game and an American manager. Now that I'm saying it, I know it's never happened. There's yeah, no American manager, around, I think so. that throws it out. Yeah, I mean, I um, I'm excited. It's gonna be cool. I would, it's another reason for me to not watch Liverpool and to tune into another team like Leeds to pull for you know a you know a, a, a fourth of the team is uh, you know, is, is American players. So yeah, I'm just racking my brain. Did plus Carlos Bocanegra uh, go? Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Plus, you have Chris Armis uh, is now an assistant coach at Leeds as well. So just adding oh. to the the american love flavor if i love will. jesse marsh yeah i wonder if uh did carlos bocanegra brian mcbride and clint, oh, Fulham? Dempsey, oh. clint dempsey did they happen to did the stars align and happen to all three of them be there i know that they didn't have an american coach obviously but i am wondering right, I'm, I'm pretty sure carlos bocanegra and brian mcbride both played there at the same time they, so, uh, i think yeah i think they all did i'm doing some quick uh who else? I think. Oh, Eddie Johnson also played at Fulham. So Fulham. Uh, uh, so Dempsey, McBride, and Bocanegra all played at Fulham for one year. They were all together there for like twelve years total. No, more than that. Bocanegra and McBride were both there for uh, eight years apiece, four and four, and then uh, Clint was there for five. You know what? Hold that. I'm looking up Eddie Johnson right now. Damn, you immediately just proved me wrong. I thought I was. I was very confident that I was right. Good job. <laughs> Uh, it's not what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, um, Eddie Johnson played for Fulham in two, from 2008 to 2011. What year did you say it happened? Uh, so then Eddie Johnson would have been with Dempsey for one year because Dempsey started to, uh, 07. Was that was 07 the year that uh, Bocanegra and McBride were all there? Oh, so mm-hmm. he so Eddie Johnson missed us, was you saying? Okay. Yeah. Dang, it was close though. We almost had four. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. I think that Fulham team was actually decent. That was a, that was the team that uh, they beat Juve in the uh, Europa League game. 
Mm-hmm. Is that the one? I'm where pretty sure they beat that. Yes, that, that which the anniversary yeah. that was like last week. That's the only reason yeah. it's on top of my brain right now. Because it absolutely yeah. what I'm pretty sure he chipped. He like looped the ball like a, over Buffon from like it was a reverse years. dink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A reverse dink against Buffon, nonetheless. Very nice. Yeah, the very rare reverse dink. Um, so I'm going to pose this I to you guys. Like <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you normally see a reverse dink? <laughs> nah. I don't yeah. think I can think of another reverse dink. <laughs> so we'll get back to you. Man. Dink. <laughs> you guys, you guys have a have a dink. Um, <laughs> as I pose this question, is dink. is going to Leeds a downgrade from Juve? I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna bring this up. Oh, a little strong for you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder because it's like when you see the top five leagues, you kind of imagine that all top five leagues, the top teams in the top five leagues all kind of like are the same caliber or like are equal. But I mean, you're leaving Juventus and then you see like a player who is like currently playing with Juventus. Who are they rumored with? It's like Brighton, Hove Albion, you know, Bournemouth, Leeds, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's strange because it's like, you know, back when you're used to like Inter Milan, AC Milan, uh, Juventus, these teams used to command like the, the top most talents. And now it's like when a player is getting sold there, they're not going to a top, another top team. And they're going to like, oh, you know, it's it's just it's weird how that goes. Yeah, And it's been like that for a while, I feel like, with Italy, to be honest. Like at least It's 2023 now, what, 10? No, probably not 10 years quite, but it's approaching 10 years. I feel like it's been like for sure five. Right. Yeah, I just, uh, I guess it's it's going from Champions League football to not, um, I guess is the the biggest jump really. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they are out of that now, correct? Like they're in the Europa League. I think they play um, Nantes, the French team. Was he not uh, playing consistently? Middle of February. I, I don't know if that's the injury issues. He did. He did. And I think I the main reason he's leaving on loan is because of all, which I would love to talk about it if we have time, is the Juve situation. Part two, by the yeah. way, for anyone who doesn't remember back in um, 2008, 2007? Yeah. Whenever the, their first one was. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I think and by the way, there could be more coming in the terms of, I don't know, for points, but in terms of criminal liability for Juventus. Um, so the reason that the points got dropped were part of, there's two probes going on, like one uh, because of uh, uh, the Italian sort of football association is taking a look at it. And then there's a criminal probe into like what's happening because if you're, because uh, Juventus uh, is a publicly traded company, kind of like Man U is, um, so if you're misrepresenting your finances to the people that are invested in you, yep. big issue. Um, anyway, some details came out from that criminal probe, and that's what led to – they gave it to Serie A, and uh, that's what led to the point deduction. This criminal probe is still ongoing, so there still could be, like, fallout from that for Juventus anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of tag along on your point, Nate. I think that there's some issues within that club. And they're probably like looking to offload a couple people real quick <laughs> just to I don't know, get themselves right or into some sort of situation. Later I mean, there, by the way, yeah. I, and I'm just, I'm glad you mentioned the 15 point deduction. So they went from, um, 
they, I think they were top four and they are now 13th place. Oh, so yeah. they were, yeah. So they're not 13th place. Um, I think we're going to see even more outgoings. Um, like for example, Arthur Mello, who it mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me if you didn't know he played for Liverpool right now. He does. He is, uh, <laughs> he may be suspended mm-hmm. for the rest of the year because of, he was not complicit, Sheesh. but he was, his salary was overstated. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for tax purposes, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Definitely, they're not going to be. We're not. It's going to be like last time. I don't. I don't think we're going to see them back in Europe for maybe another year. You know, yeah. just depending on how, how the transfer window goes. But I think their their only hope is winning uh, Europa League <laughs> at this point. A, and that whatever Champions League money they would get for qualifying would, would pay for. You know, that, that's paying yeah. for lawyers and yeah, fees right. Right, right. two multi point deductions in twenty years. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Scandalous. Very scandalous. We have rules. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and deny your reality and substitute your own. Uve's yeah. tax guy, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now hiring. It's yeah. <laughs> my resume. Uh, resume think right of here. being Paul Pogba. I mean, he left Man U to go for Champions League football. He's right exactly where he was. Yeah, he still yeah. isn't. Fucking played yet either has he? right, right. He's not. I don't know. It's uh, that was a strange one in itself. But anyway, the the McKenny deal, I think, uh, you know, it's something that we can all look forward to. Especially, yeah. I think uh, Nate, like you said, you know, even if your team's doing well, not doing well, whatever, it's just another team to be able to tune into mm-hmm. and have like a rooting interest in. Uh, if you're over here on the state side, and you know that they're going to drum that up, that oh, narrative up, you know, in the playoffs in the play up to it. And it's, they're, uh, they're going to get a lot of NBC sports coverage here. Absolutely. Gonna, it's, yeah, only I mean, sh- it's only a shame that, uh, if, when, when Leeds were doing, you know, like they were doing well that first season, of the prem under Bielsa, yeah. if that was all happening and coinciding at the same time, gosh, that'd be something when it, you, you wouldn't know, see anytime you turned on any sort of footy, anything on the TV yeah. and here in the States, it's all you see. It's Leeds propaganda. on all Christian that. Pulisic on the back burner, forgotten. Just, <laughs> He basically is yeah, just, uh, <laughs> injured. Yeah. He's a bum. <laughs> Get him out of here. From a personal standpoint, I'm excited about the move because that mean I mean the Premier League here in the states has more TV presence than Syria, so that means I get to see more American players. Uh, you know, uh, trying it out in the Premier League. So like that's exciting. Yeah. Um, is it a honestly? I think that Juve just kind of seems to be at at the moment. Well at the moment uh a burning ship and you just gotta like the whole like the, all the board of directors like pavel nedved and company all of them guys mm-hmm. they all left about a month ago to try and save face to try and distance themselves as far they knew that this was going to happen right. they got out of there as as quick as they could to try and distance themselves as much as possible it just seems like they have a bunch of skeletons in their closet and they can't uh they can't help but continue to add to them and right. uh i don't know if you the place to be <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, right now, yeah, uh, and just so we're all clear, it is a loan deal for now, but has an option to buy at the end of the season for thirty six. Um, I think, yeah, thirty four, thirty six <clears throat> million dollars. A lot mm. is a lot. They're gonna they're gonna need every every penny of that. Yeah, and they don't qualify yeah. for Europe, so yeah, yeah, that's a lot. And I did, I mean, I did find the other thing that I was going to mention earlier, but I'll bring that up later. Okay, um, I'm just looking at the table. Leeds is in fifteenth place, so. You know, not quite relegation scrap, but I think as we talked about last episode, you know, I mean, they're really only 
two points not even they're a point above the relegation drop zone so maybe they are kind of in a relegation scrap but uh you know he's definitely a player that can add to that midfield and kind of bolster them up from there and see what jesse marsh can do in marsh we trust (laughs) trust baby um speaking of of american players that i just overall does this improve the u.s men's national team chemistry wise not even talking about chemistry, I have always been an advocate for, you know, as many uh, USA players. I, I do love the MLS. I would love them to be competing with the players they're going to be playing against in the World Cup, mm. you know, or in the um, <clears throat> the CONCACAF or Copa America. Um, so I'll, I've always been an advocate for them getting to Germany, getting to Italy, getting to um, England. So I'm, that's what I'm most excited about is hopefully Weston can, can show what he can do in England on the big screen. Um, yeah. But for chemistry, too, because, I mean, those are three of our – that's almost some of our spine right there. Aronson, Adams, and McKinney. Um, That's only good things can happen, I feel like, with these guys playing together every week, training together every week. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you already saw it in the announcement video, you know, like Adams coming out, kind of like surprising McKinney, like jumping on his back kind of deal. There's going to be a lot of that. There's a lot of little brother, big brother stuff going on, a lot of little like – yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that'll be fun to look forward to. Um, speaking of Team USA, Greg Berhalter, everybody, uh, according to the president of US soccer, oh, uh, is still under consideration for the top job. Still that would blow me away if yeah. that happened. I, I really yeah. don't think so. After they got rid of uh, Ernie Stewart and Brian McBride officially. Uh, kind of clearing house there. Um, so interestingly, of all people, I think it was Alexi Lalas that like pointed out that uh, U.S. soccer currently has like <laughs> no <laughs> the the top person's out, the person that's underneath him is out. <laughs> so who's going to do the hiring of the of the head coach that's also uh, currently that's good point. not filled with anybody? Um, and he Alexi like, Lalas why he wants to? I bet he wants to get in there. I, I bet. Surprise me. I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> Uh, he's been getting some some heat, catching some heat from Eric Winalda uh, on Twitter. It's been pretty pretty feisty to watch. Um, I don't know if they our don't like Eric. each other, but <laughs> our good friend Eric, <sighs> listener of the podcast. Um, but anyway, Steve, does it catch you off guard that that they just haven't ruled him out yet? Now, now that I'm going to bring up a point that I brought up a while ago, but now that. Th- that Copa America, the host of Copa America, has been confirmed as the United States for 2024, and that we will be taking part in Copa America. Now that that is 100% now going to happen, yeah. the 100% first rule of thumb is to get him out. He needs to make like Pavel Nedved at Juve and just get the fuck out, like as quick as far as possible. Get away, don't look back, run. Yeah. Because we are now, we've set ourselves up to have a dry run of the World Cup against the 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 champions of the World Cup. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll play, literally be, I mean, yeah, we'll I, be I, playing yeah. against the, the current holders of the World Cup. This is being, this is a tournament that we're hosting. I'm, this is a tournament that we're hosting. We're also hosting the World Cup. In this pre-tournament that we're hosting, 
we're playing against Brazil. We're playing against the world, current World Cup winners, Argentina. This is two years out from the World Cup. This has to be treated so seriously, I guess. I don't I, like this is the best shot we're going to get at performing well at a World <clears throat> Cup, and this is the best possible dress rehearsal you could imagine for a World Cup. No other team gets this. No other yeah. team gets to hold a mock tournament, you know, and everyone shows up or, you know, a lot of good teams show up and they get to do this. We're in such a, a, a unique position that not fuck it up. We, that to, we, to, to, to even be consistent. Yeah, exactly. It's not an option. It also not, makes me think that the reason they have not ruled him out is because maybe they haven't found anyone they like yet. I think they're just sure. kind of keeping, keeping the back sure. door covered in case, you know, maybe they'd, maybe they'd rather have him than nobody, but. You know, I don't know what I got to do to get Jose Mourinho. I don't know if I need to hold a flag outside of my apartment or like, you know, go do that little plane in the sky where I have like a banner. Sky me. Rider. <laughs> yeah. I want him, man. I want him. Yeah. But, it needs to be taken. It needs to be sorted out. It needs to be whether the top of the U.S. pyramid or the pyramid that the, that is the USSF needs to be sorted out first before they can sort that part out is. I don't really know. I'm not the guy, but. What needs to happen is 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 this coaching thing needs to be sorted out with a a coach that can build for the future so that he has two years to build and by the time it gets to the dress rehearsal, we're ready to run it as if it's the real thing and then we can of course correct once we get there and you know then we can go from there. This guy that we have now is not the guy. Yeah. Plain and simple. I've, 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 I've said it before. I don't need to sit, go on that soap, soapbox again, but he's not the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, uh, the new hot name is uh, Bielsa. Another, 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 yes. And I want another fiery. I want someone who's going to like be a little, you know, ha- have some balls or something, man. Like, I just don't see that from Burl Halter. I want also Bielsa seems like a smart guy too. You know, he's always crouching on the sidelines. He's doing that little, <laughs> he's doing that little crouch. I love that shit. So, I need someone with personality traits. I, I don't, I don't need. And his calves are strong as Bielsa. Like a wet towel to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. No, he he definitely is. He he. Def- I get the same impression. That's not the guy that. He's just not the guy. I don't know if I can say he's not the guy. Yeah, I think there's there's it's it's strange. Uh, to keep linking us with like uh, people that are so deeply involved with club football at the moment. Uh, You know, I think you can make that a side argument for against Jose, like, yeah, he's with Roma (laughs) doing strange things like having the team take a uh, Instagram photo team photo in the locker room after a loss this past weekend, but whatever. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but you can, you can make the argument that he's towards the end of his career. And maybe that's the natural Mourinho? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just not adapting well. Yeah, I just don't know that Bielsa's... Still a smart, still a smart guy. Mm-hmm. just don't know if he's adapting to the game very well. Yeah. Um, the non-adaptive U.S. men's national team uh, getting a 2-1 loss at Serbia midweek uh, in, in L.A. and then losing, or losing, drawing nil-nil with Colombia uh, this past weekend. Um, as we said last episode, this is January camp, so um, none of the uh, – I wouldn't say the real players, but the uh, none of the European teams allow their players to get released. So that's why this this you see a lot of young players. Um, funnily enough, Brendan Aronson's brother uh, made the team. Uh, um, uh, Paxton? Paxton? Yeah, Paxton. Paxton. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, such that's a fucking wild. Yeah, I think uh, a very bright spot of the, at least the Serbia game was uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I thought um, Zendejas played really well. Um, yeah. Zendejas and Vasquez. I know Zendejas. I think we just plucked him from Mexico. Yeah, so he's um, had a, quite quite literally. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's had some back and forth. He's actually played for Mexico at right. uh, uh, Mexico got fined because they used him at a an adult level um, without sort of registering him and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. He, he had a very good game. I watched a little bit of it. Obviously, I did the Twitter armchair technique where I kind of just looked at people tweet about it afterwards. But um, <laughs> apparently, I, apparently, 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 he played great. <laughs> As part of my job with Swift Kicks, I need to watch soccer, and I'm not doing that. I'm not holding yeah. up. <laughs> what do we pay you for, huh? Uh, <laughs> you don't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but they are back underway uh, with CONCACAF Nations League, uh, Grenada and El Salvador in March. And those that's the camp where the European teams will allow their players to go. Um, something to make note of, Steve, you were talking about how we now have the Gold Cup. Um, or not the Gold uh, Cup, um, yeah. <laughs> Copa America, um, because it's been sanctioned by FIFA, uh, the European teams and any other teams will have to release any international call-ups. So we're getting the creme de la so, creme for all so of that's the, a, those teams. That's another, so, to yeah, add to your yeah, point. Exactly, I know, yeah, yeah. This is the team. It's, it's going to be the squad, you know. This in, is in, the... How do we get this across whoever's desk it needs to be? At fucking... Currently, the desks are empty. <laughs> God damn it. Another good player, um, the guy who's not playing for Chelsea, or maybe he is playing for Chelsea, uh, Gabby Selena, Slanina. Yep. Um, who's like the backup at Chelsea right now. Um, he had a great game. So, yeah, that, that's kind of who I was watching. But, yeah, I definitely, we definitely need to see um, the, 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 the Lee's trio. And Christian, we need that. I would love to hear a counter argument for pro Greg. I would love to hear it. I, I don't think there's any, I don't think that exists. I literally only think we're holding on to him because we don't have anybody yet. I, I, I don't, I mean, he's not doing anything. Well, I mean, yeah. he, he, was he even coaching this game? Did he even, he didn't, no, no, he, yeah, he can't because he's yeah. still negotiating. So, I don't think he's. I think he's. He's no longer doing any harm. Um, yeah. I heard. Th- I heard they just had uh, Raina's mom on speaker, and she was calling the shots. Well, that that, that yeah. <laughs> and his dad just stepped down. <laughs> you as, see, um, with director of football at Austin yeah. FC. So it's the, there's a lot going on right now with that. Still. Yeah. Yeah, he's just going to be a, an advisory role, essentially, to the club. Which means he's not um, doing anything. I d- right, exactly. exactly. They'll call him every once in a while when come to this game. Yeah, I'll give you free tickets and a beer voucher if you want to come to this game. It's like... <laughs> uh, Anthony Hudson was the uh, is the interim manager. Um, currently has no wins, so Hudson out. Hudson out, Mourinho in. I don't give a shit what Steve thinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of managers that are in, let's move to the Premier League. Sean Dyche 
is back. Four four two himself, Mister Four Four Two himself, Mister um, Tight White T, um, dark black coat over top. He's back in the prem. Can he do it? Can he bring Everton back from the brink? Mm. They did have a pretty decent. Uh, that would be the only good thing for me this season is is them just diving down to the championship. I would love it. So yes, well, I, I, I hope that they get relegated. He makes a last minute signing for Chris Wood again and uh, brings him. Brings Chris him Wood's in. already off to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, but he just he's like he just he just hijacks it. <laughs> he just hijacks it and um, then yeah, he rescues him. I I, I say Everton finish. 14th. 16th. I was gonna say I was gonna say fifteenth, but then 14th. I was like, nah, give him one. We'll give him fourteen. I love the rumor that Sean Dyche <laughs> eats gravel. <laughs> I just say eats gravel. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite dude. <laughs> just going out to the, going out to the drive outside and getting a bowl and just scooping. Probably no milk either. Probably doesn't drink it with milk either. That's... Where did you see that? <laughs> when he was still at Burnley, it was just fun little Twitter, fun little Twitter rumor. That's probably true. So, yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Um, yeah. Shall we take a gander at uh, we all were ever uh, intro video for for uh, Frankie Lampard? Here's their video for Sean Dyche. Oh, there he. Very heavy metal. This is quite literally what they're going to be. Oh, you see that Spanish cunt two foot him right now. Instead of a different vibe, they did it with like this, like cool, silky. Going to war. Like those were war drums. Oh no, 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 no! I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Frank Lampard one. Oh yeah, like the Frank Lampard one was like, like they were releasing a new model of a car. Like this, like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Silhouettes yeah. and like close ups and like like this kind of stuff. No, Sean Dyke was like we're in we're in Scott Parker's wardrobe. <laughs> Maybe they realize that they're now like in the in the trenches now based in the relegation. Dude, that was a dude, that was a war song. That was the that war was cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was an intro video uh using entirely clips of Sean Dyche uh managing for another club. I mean, I guess they don't have any other option, but like <laughs> they could have had him like, like in the boardroom or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, is Sean Dyche at risk of becoming uh, the next Big Sam, though? I don't think he cares. You don't think uh, he cares? No, no. Why would you say that? Just is he going to be the guy that I feel he may get into that position because he's at Everton and Everton seemed to have this. Uh, <laughs> toxic trait of you know Injury burn and recycle burn and recycle like they just you know they get a manager just, in a position club, when they're very low they go high or enough to get out of the relegation zone they survive the season and then by this time next year they'll want him out of the club the fans I just will think want it's him out his the club. style it's like i, I don't know if big sand this or did a 4-4-2 but it was it was definitely some it was definitely two blocks it was, <laughs> it wasn't I mean, it was tiki-taka. 4-4-1-1 but it was <laughs> So, I don't know. I mean, if, if this is how he gets paid, it's like a Sam, like, back, like, five, six years ago, was always guaranteed to have a job. If someone in the bottom six would hire him. Yeah, if that's how you get your money consistently, but I don't know. I, Big Sam's it, coming off a, 
Oh, and Big Sam, Big Sam bounces from job to job to job, and he kind of does the same thing over and over and over. Sean Duck just came back from he just came out of like a what a ten ten year job, and but now he's. I, I think I can just see it happening. I can just see him just his style of like throw this guy the life vest. You know, let's play a good four four two. I think he'd have to get thrown the life vest from like a few different employers, like probably two or three before I would start being like, okay, he's the new big Sam. He's the big, he's big Sean now. Oh, wait. We'll come back to that one, but he's (laughs) good. I want to Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like, I I don't, I think it's too early to even say that just because he's at Everton and Everton are just dismal. I, I think it's a bit. Yeah. Because he's not a guy that just, you know, gets brought in for a little bit and then just gets fired. I mean, he's been in his last job for 10 years. So it could not have been 10 years, but it was like eight or nine, something like that. It was a long time. Yeah. 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 Um, We'll see. All right. Steve just hates my questions. It's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Um, Everton, he he sips the, what do you call it? The W juice? W sauce, dude. He's <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Um, All right, what's it? What, what, what? Everton yet. did. Uh, you know, they sold uh, Anthony Gordon over to uh, Newcastle for forty-five million pounds. I think it was. Um, it looks like Sean Teich within. Uh, I don't know. We've got about forty-eight hours before, not even before the transfer window is over, um, and he's going to be given the opportunity to spend. I think all forty-five million of those pounds. So, Anthony uh, Gordon. Where yeah. is that going to go? He he went to Newcastle, right? Yeah. I don't see how. Within, I just they would need to find someone it. so good. Like I don't know. It's going to be Anthony a Gordon super, looks like an NPC in every video game I've ever played ever. I don't he know. looks like who? He looks like an NPC that I've <laughs> I've in every single video game I've ever played ever. <laughs> so wasn't wasn't uh, Anthony Gordon number ten right? Yeah, he was. So it's funny. He got in uh, earlier this season. He got in a big f- fight, big scrap on the field with like half of our players, yeah. and uh, everybody <laughs> has just been roasting him. Like Kieran Trippier, uh, Fabian Cher, oh, yeah. and stuff have just been like posting the videos of him getting in the fight <laughs> with all the Newcastle players, and they're like, "Welcome to the team." Uh, it's kind of good to see. It's like good camaraderie building kind of deal. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this. Was he's twenty years old? I think. Yeah, he's younger than I thought 20, he was. Twenty-one. Um, he's been playing longer than I thought he has too. Yeah. Did you know he uh, he signed for them when he was like eleven? Jeez. Um, yeah. yeah, I saw a picture making its rounds of him in like a Liverpool scarf. Yeah. So he he was at Liverpool for a little bit, I guess, probably like a year, um, and then wasn't in the academy there anymore. So went over to Everton, um, played there. But he was Is born in guy- Liverpool. Is this guy like the next big thing or something? He is an absolute uh, from from when He's I a, the Liverpool game that I went to with Everton. That guy played probably about eighty minutes and was on the ground for about sixty of them. Damn he, yeah. I will, I will, yeah. It, I'm, I'm, I have no nice things to say about him, um, but mm. I think he's kind of good. I guess that's a nice he's, thing. Um, it's it's interesting to me as a Newcastle fan to see what Eddie Howe does with him because he has been. Um, his final product has been pretty lacking. Um, he's shifty though. He's he's a shifty, shadowy little guy, and and he also he'll good. definitely wind you up. I mean, he. I mean, I'm literally seeing a tweet right here that 
Anthony Gordon called Kyrian Trippier a stupid little T word. T, yeah, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a nice way to call uh, a teammate, but I think you, I think he'll be all right. I think Eddie Howe figure something out to do. Yeah. It. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Just I don't know. It, it it's interesting to see what what Eddie Howe will do with him to see where he plugs him in. Um, what we can get out of him. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't think there's any major transfer deadline day. Of course, by the time everybody hears this, probably be tomorrow. It'll be deadline day. Um, not too much going on, though. When does Gakpo play for for Liverpool? Has he already played one game? He's played like four games. Okay. <laughs> okay, dude. Has he, has he done anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why I don't. That's why I don't know anything he's done. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. You guys gonna sign anybody else? <laughs> no. No. Bro, it is. I think what we're Are gonna, gonna sell the actual today, club? and it's not. Oh, where did he go? So Ishko got his move away from Madrid today. Wait for free. Didn't? And wouldn't he? Went, he had, on where did he go? Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. Um, he went. That's not right. Um, I'll stop reading ahead. Yeah, so I know that I mean, he went to Sevilla and then Sevilla has terminated his contract. Yes, yeah, so he, he's somewhere else right now. Where did he go? I literally he, he went somewhere, but he went for free. And it's just I'm just like looking at our transfer board and I'm like, what what, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to sign a fucking midfielder? It's unbelievable. Mm. Not with anyone now. He hasn't re-signed with anybody. Are you sure? Yeah, it says, I mean, according to Wikipedia, which take that for. Yeah, I just saw that. <clears throat> well, whatever. Uh, I, I would love to sign somebody, but we're not going to. So. It's a strange. Uh, st- anyway. Um, Is it Union Berlin? What? Really? Type that in for me. Yeah, I'm going to. Union. Oh, yeah, nothing's Union coming Berlin. up. It looks pretty good in this kit as well. Wow. Uh, are we talking yeah. about the same Isco? Isco. Oh, you know what? This video, I I, I typed it on Google. <clears throat> There's a, a YouTube video. It's a thumbnail for a video. And it was posted seven hours ago. I think that's why I'm not getting much hits in terms it's, of. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I do see. I do see it. Yeah. Fucking hell. Not sure how good he would have been in the Premier League, but I mean, I, it just blows me away that we have just no one to sign. Union Berlin have scored, in a, uh, have signed. They're nice. Signed Berlin, Berlin's had a last good couple seasons in the Bundesliga. I don't know how they're doing right now. Um, have you seen Bundesliga? The top six right? like. Have you seen like the standings in the? Yeah, dude, they're, they're in second place. So that sure. dude, yeah, they're in second. They're a point behind Bayern. Look at the top. You see the top of that top of that table. Yeah, yeah, it's out of control. That'd be some entertaining football to watch. My boys foul off base to guard, bringing up the rear, dude. Come on. Yeah, dude. Pretty nice. Yeah, for the people who can't see, we have. uh... Yeah, go for it. Oh, uh, Bayern! Bayern in first place uh, after 18 games uh, on 37 points. Union Berlin at second place with 36. 
RB Leipzig in third place on 35. Dortmund in fourth on 34. Uh, Freiburg are in fifth on 34 and just behind on goal difference. And then Eintracht Frankfurt at 32. I mean, that's the first. That was the first. Very six, nice. Yeah, that's the like first. Right there. Top six places are separated by five points. That's and they're, they're on ESPN wild. Plus too. I need to be tuning into this more. I'm pretty sure they're on ESPN Plus like all the time. So, um, hmm. and apparently Timo Werner is back to scoring ways with Leipzig. Is he? It's just, it he just is. goes to show you, he <laughs> he never is really not a bad player. It's just it's, some people come to the Premier League and they just just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, look at Stuttgart down there. Come on, boys. Man, Dang. Schalke. Come on. That's, Schalke that's, not having a good time. That's shocking. Schalke, yeah, dude, I mean, they're not they're not getting out. They're not getting out of that. No way. Yeah. Yeah, there's oh, well. there's six points from safety already. Uh yeah, that's pretty crazy. But anyway, the uh don't sleep on the uh on the old Bundesliga. Don't sleep things on going on. The people's league. Uh, I think the Bundesliga deserves more attention than it gets. Yeah, I think it's um becoming a probably the second best league in Europe. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Becoming. If it's becoming, then what's currently the second best second place? I would say that you could make an argument for Spain still. I think you have to I think you have to say Spain. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's you know, it really comes down to about three or four teams. Yeah. Really, anybody on their day in Spain can beat somebody else, though. Like, if you see Real Madrid or Barcelona lose to, like, a, you know, Mallorca yeah. or, 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 you know, Osasuna or whatever, it's like, yeah, huh, okay. It's not just like, what? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I, I would say that Spain's second. Okay, okay. And, and I get behind Germany's that. Coming in. Yeah. Uh, what would be fourth? France. Big me. Yeah, league France, France is probably uh, France yeah, is probably of the of the top five. They do have okay teams, but I think out of out of out of the top five, France is probably my fifth. Mm. So who's four? What's the other one? <laughs> yeah, no, well, England, really? England, Spain, Germany. I guess yep. Italy goes there, Italy. and then France goes here. Okay. I can agree with that. I think some Italians would disagree with Steve. But... I mean, I disagree with myself half the time, so. <laughs> okay. um, speaking of, of of France, I thought this was a funny thing I saw today. Um, there, Je so, suis un baguette. Le Pud. Um, pardon, my, pardon my French here. Um, but there is a, there's, there's a team. There's a team. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When in Rome. Uh, when in, <laughs> that's some Michael Scott shit right there. It's like, it's like you're getting France like, oh, when in Rome. It's when like, in Bordeaux, <laughs> you know. All right, spit uh, it out, Steve. When, there's, a, there's a team in in League One, League in, uh, Rems, R- Rems, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, there is a team in League One. Call, uh, called Rames, who has a manager named Will Still. I can't even make that name up. I tried. <laughs> who's 30 years old, who got into coaching via football manager, the video game. And in the 10, and he started, he got into coaching and football 10 years ago, and he's risen to become the interim Rims manager. 
and Rems are being uh, who are unbeaten since November, and they get fined twenty two thousand dollars per match because he still doesn't have a pro license to coach. But Shut because up. he got, That's I'm not insane. even making this. I'm not even making this up. That is insane. <laughs> How was he? Was he an assistant manager? Or did they bring him from the outside? I don't I mean, know his path. I don't know his trajectory as to how he got there. But from is he American? Is he English? Uh, Will still? Um, He's Belgian. Belgian English. I have to Born do Belgian. more digging. But he got into he got into somehow someone got into coaching. It must have been like Sunday league stuff or like really low stuff because to get into man because he's if he's thirty now and he's been coaching since he's been coaching for ten years, he had to have started somewhere off relatively low. I feel like to be taken seriously as a twenty year old, you know what I'm saying? He was the. It looks like he was um, the only place he's ever been. Uh, he was he he was in a similar position at my favorite club in Belgium called Beershot. Um, he was the assistant manager there and also seems like he took over for a year. Mm. Um, he's been at rooms a, a couple times actually. Um, but he's interim, cool. interim manager. Yeah, only interim, right. And Preston have- North End U14 assistant in 2011, 2012. That's where he got all his experience from. Yeah. Preston they are <laughs> not, not likening uh, Preston, uh, with, uh, Sunday League caliber, but I'm, I'm saying, uh, They've been unbeaten basically hey, hey, since, hey, hey. since November. They only lost 3 0 to Tottenham in the FA Cup this past weekend. <laughs> unbeaten since November. And I just think it's funny that they're, they're eating the fine because they're I like, love yeah. That. This, that, this... that was a great little tidbit. Now, you just said <laughs> me a good little tidbit right there. Dude. I'm full. I'm full now, dude. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's your that's your random, <laughs> that's your random random fact for the day. Ah, uh, I loved it. That was, that was great. <laughs> Where's Ben? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yeah. not real. <laughs> he's, he's, he's popping the hood on the Mini Cooper right now. Yeah, uh, there, he had to change the oil, I think, is the uh, the latest thing that's happened to it. Um, Football real game. quick, Steve, the clap flop. Uh, yeah, I thought we weren't going to talk about it. Brighton beating Liverpool for the second time in basically a week. Um, you guys were pushing for a quadruple last season. Football immortality, essentially. Uh, and... Three goals away. Yeah, and now, what's the goal? I think a I think a similar case study we're uh, seeing right now is with uh, Milan, yeah, in uh, in Italy. Um, I'm trying to really quickly find where they're on the table. They are five spots better than us on the table, but um, okay, it doesn't really work as well. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, man. I just. I mean, how many more times do I repeat myself on this podcast? Uh, I don't. I mean, do you want to like ask me a different question or like? Because I'm going to keep saying the same shit. Like, I, I think mean, it's funny I, how he come out and he says, I, "I didn't just become a bad manager overnight." And I'm like, "Yeah, I 100 percent agree with that." Like, yeah, of course you didn't. I, I just, know. I just You're not a bad manager. It's a lot of running. It's it just it, we're seeing people like Fabinho and and Henderson just they just can't keep up with it. Yeah, we got to rely on like prepared for the future very, very well. That's what I know. No, we, we, you guys know the last midfielder we bought actually bought was Tiago three years ago. That's the last starting midfielder we've purchased. Was he free? Uh, no, he was cheap though. He was pretty cheap. But the only other guy we brought in is Arthur Mello on loan, and he's played 13 minutes. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that, that. I can't even talk about him. Everyone was hitting their primes and underneath and had been had been brought up under Klopp for a while and it was part of that system. And then the system peaked 
And then it, the foresight to forecast that these people can't evade time um, just seemed to kind of, it looks like it's kind of escaped everyone at Liverpool who makes the decisions. Yeah. And it just, and it just kind of seems that now the future is now and we're still relying on the past and it's okay, but it's kind of showing its cracks. I do stand by the fact that two midfielders, two energetic box-to-box midfielders will, will literally flip this team back on its axis, back to where it was. Definitely not going to hurt your cause. I, I, I think that the midfield is the most important part of the team. I don't care what you say. And I think that is just like, especially the way we play and not having like, we don't have anyone in that midfield room that's under like 28 who starts, you know, like, yeah. so yeah. it's, it's just, it's just not working. It's so obvious. And and it is, we have 24 hours left in the transfer window. Um, I mean, maybe 28 hours. Um, yes, it's, it is. Frustrating. I get it. Um, did you see the, the thread I tagged you in about uh, James Milner? I was, uh, I immediately. Um, just avoided it. <laughs> I immediately imbibed. You uh, immediately some, consulted some, the W sauce. I, I, I was pretty much right on the W sauce. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, all right, I'll, that, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, the one that stood oh. out to me, uh, I don't know, you guys may not know this name, but Nigel Winterburn, uh, I believe he played for Arsenal. He's definitely English. Uh, Nigel Thornberry. So on Donny. On James Milner's, <laughs> on James Milner's uh, debut, he played against Nigel Winterburn, who is turning sixty this year. That's all. Smashing, and he's not the issue. Remember, remember when I was pointing at him when we were on our come up to the quadruple? Like, this is what's holding us back. Like, I would love, yeah. and then we signed Calvin Ramsey and all playing. Like, I would love someone who could fill into Milner's spot, who's not ancient and yeah. actually knows how to play soccer. And now it's not his fault at all. It's completely our transfer business. Yeah. Um, which is interesting uh, just because it was against Brighton. You know, they're a team, they're sort of playing this role, you know, we've called them sneaky good, but they're playing this role where they're like buying younger players and developing them for like two years, buying them from like leagues that you may not really know. They're kind of almost taking a That's Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of taking players from, um, uh, kind of approaching it the same way Celtic are, I feel like. Like they're they're pulling in players from different leagues that you maybe wouldn't go out and rummage through if you were like an Arsenal or something. But then when, you know, that that rock has been polished, then Arsenal comes calling and, and buys up your player. You know, you saw that with Ben White. Um, so I think that that was interesting to see. Because uh, as of right now, I think you could make the argument that Brighton as of right now is playing better football, especially than Liverpool. Um, you know, they're on the up and up in that respect because of their transfer business, because of the way that they're developing young players and bringing them up and through. Whereas Liverpool have kind of just been like, okay, we were really good. We had all this stuff going good for us, but we had nothing in the back end to sort of reload, you know? So. I know it's depressing, Nate, but I went through like 15 years of, <laughs> of being a Newcastle fan that won right, nothing. Right. Not anything. <laughs> no, I, I feel almost worse now. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's all good. You'll come back. Celtic signed a new uh, Asian player this weekend. 
who they signed. Another Japanese player? Oh, uh, he's not uh, Japanese. Oh. His name is Oh. Yeah, Korean. His right. name's oh. oh. He is South Korean. Oh my god, what a great player. Right. <laughs> oh wow. Uh Hyun Ju Oh. He in his back of his shirt just says oh, and I fucking love it. No way. Um no, I'm not oh, even that's kidding. Awesome. <laughs> Would you call um, his face an O face? <laughs> 21 years of age. Uh, he is an attacking player uh, signed directly from the K League. And he has played in the K League for at least since 2019, I believe. Um, he's played at the weekend uh, when we beat uh, United uh, 2-0. Great to see a clean sheet. Uh, didn't score. Didn't uh, I didn't qu- I didn't catch the game. I was actually playing in a real game. <laughs> but... Um, um, I did see that he made an appearance. Um, I don't, he, this is a strange one for me because he came for, you know, Postacoglu managed in the J league, brought in players that he was familiar with, had personally worked with it from the J league. This one's an outlier. This one, yes, from Asia, but not, hadn't played in the J league. Uh, not Japanese, not that that matters, not that Postcago can only find sign Japanese players, but he's he's not from his, you know... Archetype. Yeah, yeah. his uh, book of contacts. So I wonder uh, if Postcago just kind of has his eyes in Asia and just thinks a lot of people maybe sleep on a- Asian players, perhaps, um, and maybe that there's there's untapped uh, diamonds to be... To, you know, to be harvested. You guys there. sure don't. I mean, you guys have yeah. four right now, right? Four, four only Japanese, right? Uh, yeah. I think I think it is four. I'd have to double check. It could be five. It's four or five, and then this um, this Korean player now. Oh, coming in. <clears throat> um, it's kind of it's wild, but I mean, it, it's kind of cool to see a club that's so. You know, imagine like an Arsenal just doing that, or like a, you know, like a Liverpool just doing that, just signing just like four Japanese players off the bat or like four Chinese, you know what I mean? Like, so like, that's, a, that's kind of a wild that. Who's that Japanese player that Arsenal signed a long time ago. Um, the one that they currently have now. No, 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 not, not Tomiyasu. Oh, um, <clears throat> the only thing I can think of is, uh, Mashi, uh, Ryo Mayaichi. Oh, nope. Not the guy. who I I only, only he's, you know, if we have any big ultimate team players, he was like a, 70 silver card with like 95 pace as like an 18. <laughs> so it was, that was a lot of fun. I also wonder if like Celtic has like probably a, a bit of a soft spot for perhaps Asian, especially Japanese players with, with Nakamura, you know, being such a legend oh, at, at, at Celtic. And then with Pasta Coglu working with, you know, in the J league, I just wonder if that bridge is just such a much more appealing jump than it used to be for Asian players, you know, the more Asian players go to this club, go to this league, maybe they're more, it's becoming more appealing to them. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how, uh, I, I didn't see the length of the contract. Um, I'm trying to pull that up now, but I didn't see that. Two and a half million pounds. Two and a half. Yeah, it was a, it was a bigger sum than I five thought. Five year. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how the team fares or wait. Um, 
plays out. He's 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 a, a center forward by trade, can play striker, can play on the left wing as well. But we have so many attacking. I mean, you have, you know, Kyogo, Giacomakis, Abada's on the right, Jota's on the left. You can switch them out. You know, you have Daisamaeda kind of back up sometimes as a starting player as well, plays any one of those three positions, those three wingers or those three attackers up top. So I'm curious as to where he fits in. If he's a rotation player, is he a starter? I can't imagine he's a starter, but um, it'll be interesting to see his integration into the squad. And I hope uh, he can help give us an extra, uh, some extra legs for the tail, the business half of the season. The points, the points uh, are still nine points, nine point gap um, between first and second place in the premiership. Uh, did I mention the, I believe it's the uh, Scottish cup or the league cup. Um, I can't remember now for the life of me, but that final has been announced, uh, February. I haven't marked my calendar. Celtic Rangers, Glasgow Derby. Oh, um, <laughs> what time? If you, if you say seven 30, I'm going to be pissed. Don't, is it seven 30 again? Uh, it's in February. I think mm, I could be I wrong. Like every time the Celtic Rangers have played recently, it's been like, Crack yes, dawn. I mean, East to be Coast honest, play. it's it's usually always quite early. Um, oh, here it is. It is February 26th. Whoa, hey. It is 2.45 in the evening. Oh, 10 a.m. It's, they didn't do the time change when I added 10, the calendar. 10 is better than 7.30. So. Yeah, 10, 10 is doable. 10 is doable. Um, I will be in downtown. I'll be in Detroit at the Celtics Supporters Club watching that game for sure. Come see Steve. Come see Steve. Well, come watch the game. Don't come see me. Come see Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nate, uh, just to ran in your parade, uh, the Scottish Premiership match between Celtic and Rangers on April 8th uh, is at 7.30 in the morning. So you yeah. won't be watching that one. <laughs> No, you'll have to not. catch them. No, you'll have not. to catch them for the Scottish Cup final. Probably still be still, probably still snoozing. Yeah, <laughs> in that W sauce too hard the night before. That's Steve, man. <laughs> Steve loves the W sauce, dude. <laughs> w sauce. Yeah. <laughs> sauce, Steve, dude. Yeah. Always sauce, Steve. Yeah, um, Steve. <laughs> yeah, talk, saucy Steve. Talk about socks. Do we have enough time for that? Yeah, we got so much time. We got where are they nows and talk trash takes and yeah. help I fallen and I can't get up, Miss Miller. Do us, do us your best five minute uh, um, uh, lightning round for feet. I know, I know you'll love it. Lightning okay. round. All right. Okay. This is a topic. Okay. There was a friend of mine who proposed this question on their Instagram story, and I thought it was an interesting uh, conversation. And it was, it's a co- he's a coach currently, and. He asked the question, do grip socks help players? That was, I think, verbatim the question. Do they not make them better players? Do they help players? Do grip socks help players? And if you don't know what grip socks are, um, you may see, uh, not so much anymore, but Gareth Bale, you would see uh, a certain pattern. He used uh, the brand True Socks. You would see these underneath uh, a lot of professional players' uh, standard kits like under their socks that are issued to them for their kits um there's a lot of different brands now the mar- the market's been saturated there's uh i could go through a whole list of brands it doesn't really matter they all serve the same purpose um 
But the point is, is that these, unlike your just standard crew socks or sport socks, have, depending on the brand, uh, these are like a suede, like a micro suede. All of these gray dots are suede that are meant to grip the liner. Oh, oh, and there's the gray suede dots on the inside of the sock. So on the outside and they're on the inside. So they're, they're there to prevent your foot from slipping inside the shoe to have more lockdown so that kind of an example, so that when you're taking off, you're not running in sand. You're not moving as so much in your boots. It's when you take off from zero to 60 or whatever, you know, agility, wherever your direction you're going in, you're not slipping so much. Is there My an per- argument for people who don't like these socks? Is there, is there, is there like anti-grip sock people that are just very – I think some people think that it's like placebo. I think some people think that um, it's just unnecessary. I have another another pair here. This pair has rubber. Yeah, so like that's uh, – is that Luis Suarez right there? Because I think those are the prime names. It is because it has Delphi. Yeah. It has his daughter on his – okay. I know that. Holy I shit. Just know, um, I just know that yeah. those prime knit boots were the first ones to be got. Yeah, so those are the same wow. ones he's wearing here. What is your vision? <laughs> you also see your Uruguay, flag, Uruguay flag over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of players, they will cut their socks. The, the socks are given to them by the kit manager or whatever. <clears throat> cut the socks at the foot part. You'll see that they'll wear the, the, the in these case, true socks. They slide that sleeve over that they just trim, slide that over it, and then tape it for a bit of a transition. Um, to make it so it looks almost seamless, but they're actually wearing two pairs of socks there, but they just cut the feet off the bottom one. I think they work, especially if you wear laceless boots. So boots that can't be adjusted in terms of the fit. If you'll see a lot of players, you know, Adidas make them, New Balance now make them, Lotto make them, uh, Puma, some play, some Puma, the Marco Royce takes the laces out of his boots. There are, uh, it is very common to see players now wearing laceless boots. And I think with laceless boots, the fact that they're not customizable and fit, once you slip them on their feet, the fit, how they feel is how they feel. You can't change that. You can maybe wear another pair of socks to make it tighter, I guess, but you can't change the way they feel past that, really. So I think to, to, to limit the slipping inside a pair of boots, especially laceless boots, where you're prone to maybe a little bit of slipping because you can't tighten up the laces, I think grip socks are an excellent addition. And honestly, whenever I do happen to wear laceless boots, I have... Uh, some laceless copas that I like to wear. Um, I actually, I'm of the opinion that grip socks are needed to complete your laceless experience. I don't think you get as good of an experience wearing laceless boots if you don't wear grip socks because you're just kind of sliding a little bit too much. So, uh, Spencer Sandow, that is your question answered. And now to piss Steve off, I wear ankle socks and nothing, nothing else. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> leave those bad boys exposed <laughs> Steve thought about Alex's feet for two seconds and vomited in his mouth just the ankle that. socks man just the ankle socks I just can't believe who wears ankle socks man it's not even, like <laughs> all the time he's pissed. he's pissed like if your ankle socks slip down below like the collar of the boot like blisters or all those black beads from turf getting into your socks, like all like you, you're like Live put those it. socks on, and before look you put them, he's dude. Does Alex like, look like a guy? Look at him. You put on ankle socks to go play footy. You're like, I want to have a bad time. I've never <laughs> had a bad time. <laughs> now that I know you're six four and a Newcastle fan, I'm gonna start calling you Dan Byrne. 
That's Dan Brown out of my feet. <laughs> big, big Alex. <laughs> big, big Alex Hooper. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, grip socks. I'll send you a pair of my grip socks. No, your feet are probably six foot. I probably have big feet. I don't have that big of feet. <laughs> what size do you think my shoes are? <laughs> I've sent you boots before, so I know they're 13s. <laughs> I was going to say 12 and a half. 13. <laughs> I wear 13 because I wear the socks. When you have to actually wear uh, like a sock for, you know, shin pads and things, you need a little bit bigger. You need a little room. You, little you still wearing room. those? Were they Preds or Tiempos? Uh, yeah, the Preds. I wore them. I was like them. The biggest fan. I'm no, not I don't, the I don't like fan them of, of laceless. Oh, I sent you laceless ones? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, that was laceless in its infancy for for Adidas. They mm-hmm. were still kind of working it out. I think uh, they, they didn't they didn't get it right. Yeah. Um, laceless Copas, not this Copa Sense, but they just released a just recent one, the Copa Pure. Okay. The Copa Pure in the 19s and 20s, I yeah. think, are the probably the some of the the best laceless experience you'll ever get from any brand. Um, are the, also, those are the ones that I sent you the picture of. They were like all white. <clears throat> Yeah. Yep. I've also heard they're they're discontinued now, but that because they're on the X Speed portal. But the model before that, which was the X Speed Flow, I heard that the Speed Flows also were like some of the best laceless boots ever. Um, hmm. I tried those out. They weren't my size, so they kind of didn't really work for me. But uh, I have tried out Copas, and I, 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 Copas are nice. They're a nice ride, especially with yeah. grip socks. Interesting. <laughs> Tell me how they do with ankle socks, and uh, we'll we'll talk later. <laughs> You'll never hear from me because I yeah I won't know. <laughs> um, I don't really have a uh, life alert person of the week. Um, That's fine. I do you want to just go through the trash takes or not trash takes? One... I mean... Oh, go ahead. I could kind of talk real about quick. real quick. Did you all see Joe Cancelo today? Unfollowed everybody at Man City on his Instagram because he's leaving. Wow. He's kind of feeling a physical little bitch. That's uh, we don't even. I don't even think he's putting anything out there. He's just like unfollowing. Isn't it strange that that's the etiquette now? It's like, hey, I'm leaving. Unfollow. James me. Madison Social media everybody at Newcastle. Couldn't be me. All right, go back to my favorite uh, clip right there. Still, yeah. Still not go good. Back there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Life alert person of the week is uh, Ben. He's uh, struggling with, with Mini Cooper. Um, I don't think he's making it. I don't think he's Maybe. making it, friends. Um, we have a where are they now? Um, yeah, let's... Uh, I got to... Yeah, 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 I do. Um, um, real quick, my where are they now is uh, Mick McCarthy, um, journeyman manager. Uh, he's now at uh, – oh, shit. Where did he go? <laughs> I was just going to say Bolton. I love that gif of him of the camera Black zooming pool. in on his face, and he's like yeah. a little yeah. – he's like, it's so funny. He looks like one of the funniest guys. I've heard him in interviews before. I feel like he might be a good guy. Um, this player <laughs> – this player yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. is is five foot ten, and also okay, Steve. You got to sing for you can't just jump. Where in are they now, oh, Steve? Yo, how about you buy me a drink first, man? Come on, you <laughs> slow your roll there. Um, double your sauce, dude. <laughs> they are five ten, right footed, and made seventy two appearances for their international team. So they're Spanish. They're not Spanish. It's a man? Correct. Are they American? No. Are they European? Yes. 
uh, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. French? Nope. Mm. No. German? Nope. <laughs> English? <laughs> uh, they're not English. British. But he, but they British. Oh, British Isles. There we go. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> did he Sorry. play in Spain? No. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, is he Welsh? Yes. Gareth Bale? No. Uh, Aaron Ramsey? Nope. Are they still playing? No. Oh, shit. Uh, Gary Speed? No. All right. Craig Bellamy? Nope. Oh, I would love that. Oh, I would love that. Um, 72 appearances for Wales, and he's no longer playing. Correct, correct. And he was a kind of a forward. Correct. Okay. Is it uh, like it's like Hal Robson Kanu or something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been devilish. That would have been a devilish little pick right there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think Kanu's still playing, though. Currently a manager. Has had a managerial mm-hmm. career. For a while now, did he did he end his playing career in the British Isles? Yes. Was when he stopped. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Started it in the British Isles, ended it in the British Isles. Good man. Did he end it in the Premier League? Uh yeah, he did. Sixteen goals for his international team, which we've established as Wales. Isn't Steve Cooper Welsh? <laughs> it's not Steve Cooper. You don't even need to look it up. <laughs> Youth career. Youth career played at Manchester United. Ryan Giggs. Nope. <laughs> Who the fuck is it? <laughs> Welsh attacking forwards that played in Spain. Did they play at Real Madrid? They did not play at Real Madrid. Oh, that's right. You played in Spain. Shit. Um, oh. Um, <clears throat> how many goals for a country? 16. Did he play for any of the, the big... Big six teams in Spain. Oh, yeah. they, they they are fluid. They're kind of fluid. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Also it played. It was not Madrid. Barcelona. Also, yep. Also played for Bayern Munich. What? <laughs> What's going on here? I'm, I'm blanking big time. It's gonna be another head smacker when you say it. I know it will be. When did they retire? They okay. Well, now we're asking some questions. <laughs> well, is that really a yes or no question, though? If I'm, if I'm going up against Alex here, mm, is that that's uh, true. referee? That's true. that's true. Sorry, Alex. I just okay. <laughs> did they retire uh, from club football before 2010? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, 
did they play in any of the i guess what the, did wales make the euro in 20 oh gosh i don't i don't know the answer to that question um no okay. no he, he oh answer ask your question sorry so let's start with this did wales make euro 2008 um he wasn't playing for wales at that time Okay. I don't know if they did, but he was. He, so he was done playing at that point, right? Is what you're saying? He was no, no longer playing for Wales at that correct. point. Okay. Correct, correct. Um, did he end when he retired? And you, so you said he retired in the Premier League. Did he retire at a big 16? No. No. Did he retire on a Welsh team that played no. in England? No. Retired? Oh, no. No. Played for. Manchester United, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. Also played for Chelsea. All right. Played, I, played, I have, um, like, uh, for Southampton, Everton, and Blackburn Rovers. Um, didn't you? We already said Craig Bellamy, right? Yep. You played for Blackburn. Um, Retired in 2002. Oh, God. Okay. Well, all right. I was a spry seven-year-old. <laughs> managerial career has... You weren't managed, watching the Welsh football team. Man, has managed Wales, Blackburn, Manchester City, Fulham. Robbie Savage? Nope. Queen's Park Rangers, Stoke City, Southampton is now currently... Well, I'm not going to tell you the current manager of... Or what current team. <laughs> Very famous goal scorer at uh, at uh, Manchester United during, I think it was Sir Alex Ferguson's first first years at, at United. Ricky Butt's English, right? Uh, um, yeah, yeah Ricky yes. Butt was also a holding midfielder. He's not the guy. He's not Welsh. Wait, I thought he was a forward. He is. He is. He's a forward. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm on the W sauce over here. I can. Uh, do we give up? We concede. Give us a good one. Give us one really nice. Uh, very prominent goal scorer for Manchester United. Uh, very important to that side when Sir Alex Ferguson first got there. It was kind of one of the first ones to leave. Um, More famous now for being a manager. You're, you're familiar with him seeing it in the managerial office of many of those clubs that I mentioned. And the name is... I, I don't know. Go ahead. Mark Hughes. Oh, shit. What? Oh, I would have... Mark Hughes. I would have never... He's got to be somewhere in the championship, right? Mark Hughes is, in, in, is at Bradford City, which is in oh, no, League two. 2. Yeah. League 2. But has managed Wales, Blackburn Rovers, Man City... Uh, 2009, it was, I think it was the first one to be managing Man City during the, their takeover. Um, Fulham, Queen's Park Rangers, Stoke for six, I'm sorry, five years. Southampton, then Bradford City. But uh, yeah, Mark Hughes, he is currently uh, at Bradford City. I thought that would, I thought you guys would have gotten that one. I had no idea he was Welsh. Yeah, I didn't either until I looked it up. <laughs> he does kind of have that accent though, you know. 
Yeah. I really thought you guys would have gotten that. I had no idea that his nationality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the key points that we use. Yeah. In this. <laughs> I had no idea about it. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I have got to wrap that up. That is, that is it for me. I'm sorry to dish on track take, trash takes so quickly. Right. But uh, I will catch you guys in the next one. Right. Trash takes. Steve's leaving. <laughs> uh, that's and a good take. Two. That's a good take. <laughs> um, I... Okay, so the Premier League is back. Um, we start up again on Friday with Chelsea and Fulham, uh, the, the Fulham Derby, uh, and go through, what should we go through till Sunday, the fifth, let's go through uh, Sunday, yeah, the fifth, trying, Tottenham and Man to, City. Trying to pull her up here. Um, personally, yeah, I let's am go through looking, Sunday, the fifth. Um, I'm looking at. Oh, oh, I uh, I thought I, I thought I said something about this last week. I'm really looking forward to Everton Arsenal, um, even mm-hmm. though you know as much as I want Everton to be relegated, I would love to see them take points off Arsenal. Um, yeah, I, I'm go I'm going for uh, I'm, I'm definitely going for Arsenal to drop points. I'm saying a draw. Okay, a draw. Uh, I'm going to say Tottenham beat Man City. It's not bad. Tottenham will always do one of those. At, 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 yeah. at their lowest, they will come in and they will play Man City off the park. I, I, I could, I could yeah. see that happening. Uh, Hyung-Min Son uh, had a little sparkle in the FA Cup. Uh, I'm Son looking for him. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking for him to continue his his magic and uh, carry it on for a victory, just so I can brag about it. Yeah, we'll love a little magic on me. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then there were two. Shall we go down to none? Ben never made it, so I lied at the beginning of the podcast. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Alex is a liar. <laughs> yeah, it's just that was Ben's plot the entire time. <laughs> just make me out to look like a liar. It's fine. It's whatever it takes. <laughs> um, with that, everybody. Oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, go to Manscaped and use promo code SwiftCase for ten percent off and free shipping. Uh, and with that, we'll end it. <laughs> Bye. Ricardo.